Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master. My name is Anthony Reed. This is episode 76, and it is part of the Oracle story arc. Patrons, shout out to the patrons. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the patron alarm. Patrons, you're the best, and we appreciate you greatly. And a uh, shout out now to the non-patrons. Fix that. Go to patreon.com slash adventuring, become a patron, and you'll get the whoop, whoop, and not the... Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for, for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm-hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's like super wrong. We love Broken Tooth, uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. So uh, Ellery runs up out of the palace, uh, out into the street, and about, you know, 15 seconds down the street, you suddenly pop into existence. Uh, you know, surprisingly, the people of Verena don't seem too affected by that. Okay. Like, that's like, uh, maybe not an everyday occurrence, but it's certainly, the you know, weird enough stuff happens in the city that they just sort of take it in stride uh, as you well, just Ellery pop Well, Ellery is affected by Oh, yeah. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> so. Um, she's gonna like, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh, oh geez, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh, 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 oh gosh, I'm so sorry, oh, like her way out of the city. Uh, you get to the edge of the city and uh, you can see the pavilion that's been set up already a bunch of people are at the pavilion the play is in progress okay she's gonna like sneak up to watch it Uh, and you can see that uh, Adra is right there at the edge on the back watching with her arms folded like uh, she's clearly fuming and angry uh, as you uh, have come up beside her. Adra, be very, very quiet. Don't react. She looks back at you. She's like, oh my God, there you are. Shh, uh, and like a whole bunch of people. Shh. Shh. <laughs> she's um, like, oh, I was so worried that you weren't going to be able to figure out what to do. Um. Oh yeah, I figured it out and a lot more. Um... Hey, is the Viscount here? Yeah. Yeah, the Viscount Wait. is uh He down actually there. He actually came? Yeah, the Viscount came, yeah. I thought that was a whole thing, a whole part of the lie. Oh, it it turns out 
the message was real, but that that whoever that was that came to to uh, deliver the message had jumped the actual messenger along the way and took taken oh, the message. Oh, um, does he look like he's liking it? Ah, uh, haven't really seen a good look at the Viscount, but um, I wouldn't really say he looks like he's paying attention from what I what I've been hearing. Oh, he's probably mad that a lot of his super important documents were stolen today. I don't know if he's mad about much of anything. He just sort of looks uh, aloof. Oh, well, how does his grandma look? And she kind of like cranes her neck to look at the grandma. I did see her. She looks mad. Oh, God. Just sort of okay. like in general. Okay. Um, hey. Um, remember I told you about that dream? Yeah. Okay, in the dream, uh, I did a thing where I went invisible. Like, you know how I can do some magic, but like, not, like, I'll just party trick magic? Sure. Well, I did like, like actual magic in my dream. And when I was escaping from jail, I thought, what if I just tried that? And I did it and it worked. Her eyes go wide. And she, like, grabs you on your arm, and she, like, pulls you close, and she's like, you, like, her face is, like, right up up against your face, and she's like, you went invisible? Yeah. This is gonna make things so much easier. No, 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 Adra, you can't- Yeah, whenever we need to get us somewhere now, you can just turn us invisible, and then we'll just go out the front door. No, Adra, you don't understand. I'm a criminal now? Yeah, I know! I, I can never- I, I don't know what I don't know what I'm gonna do because it's gonna be I, great. No, it's terrible. <laughs> I'm wanted and for a reason. Do they know who you are? I definitely introduced myself. It's a habit I've got that I probably should break now that I'm a wanted person. Okay, but so they know your name is Ellery. No, no, my whole name. I gave them my whole... <gasps> do you think they're going to go to Grandma? Well, do they know to look for you and Naya? Um, you know, I can't fully remember, but I probably did tell them that's where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I well, probably said something. There were a lot of times the guards passed by back and forth. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I said, my grandmother Idra Rialtanum will hear of this and she lives in Naya and, and just wait till she gets, gets a hold of you boys. Then I mean, then yeah, they're probably going to talk to your grandma <laughs> Naya. It sounds like maybe you just sort of, you made that happen. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. No, now that, now that I'm reflecting on it. Cause like, imagine this, if you got caught and they asked you your name and you didn't tell them. Right. And then you went invisible and you disappeared and then they'd have no idea who to look for. OK, well, this makes sense coming from you, a regular criminal. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like I've ever stolen top secret documents. This I is new even. For I didn't steal anything. It was Elton, <laughs> the king of thieves. Again, a stupid name. <laughs> Well, uh, I don't know what to tell you, Ellery. Uh, yeah, they'll probably let your grandma know. They're probably oh, going to be looking for you. Oh, boy. Um, you need a new I, name. A new name. A fake name. Okay. Yeah, what if you went by um, one of the names you're always uh, giving the, the, the mendicants? Like, 
What if you're a Bartholomew now? I could rock a Bartholomew. Yeah. Um, but there's another thing I should probably tell you. What's that? I also, I also told them that I wrote the play that's happening right now. Oh, no. And that it's <laughs> happening right now. <laughs> uh, she looks at you. She goes, well, you better find a place to hide. Yeah, I just really wanted to see my work on stage. And this is a really bad opening. Like, you, for me you personally, I'm sure they're doing a great job. How was, how was, how was Madison's bleat? You look at, you glance on stage and he's like, meh. Eh. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's nowhere near as good as you was earlier. <laughs> Something's oh, not no. right. Oh, no. <laughs> he's clearly nervous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, Madison, you've got this. Um, all right. Well. Is there a good place to hide? I feel like you'd know. And I don't mean that to be rude. I just, okay. (laughs) She grabs you by the hand and just starts running uh, along the outside edge of the room, of the uh, area where all the seats are uh, out here in the open air. Um, And she takes you to the back of like the costume uh, carriage that they have set up, like off to the edge. Uh, From this vantage point, you can see over to the crowd and you can see the, the Duke and the Duchess and the Viscount, who they've brought in a special chair for the Viscount that is not just a chair. It's like got it's like one of those long like lounges. Oh, sure. Uh, uh, and he's just like he is not watching the play. Uh, he's just laying on the lounge. He's very portly, we'll say. Uh, and he's got a, like a baby face. Uh, but he's just like eating grapes in this mm. lounge. Is he, are they being fed to him? Uh, he's there's someone there to feed him, but he is grabbing them by the handfuls because they're not feeding him like fast enough Got for it. his liking. Uh, and he just keeps talking to the Duke, who is trying to watch the play. But then also, <laughs> whenever the Duke talks, one of the Viscount talks, the Duke has to pay attention to the Viscount. Um, to like just behind the Viscount, you can see someone who has to be the Dowager Sorella Horton. Um, and she is just, uh, imperiously watching with, uh, a, a th- like, a, we'll say a thin line across her mouth as she th- just watches the play unfold. Um, as you get up into the back of the thing and like the, you get the sense that like her attention snaps to you for just a moment as you're pushed into the back of this, uh, costume cart. Okay. Um, yeah, Ellery's gonna be as quiet as she can and, like, try to make herself comfortable, I guess. Yeah, uh, so she's, like, uh, uh, Adra is behind you, like, trying to get you into a position. She's, like, uh, turns up and, and motions to, uh, uh, one of the mendicants, uh, who comes in, uh, and is, like, what do you need, my dears? And, uh, Adra's, like, we need to hide her, quick! And the mendicant nods like this is totally normal, uh, walks over and pulls up a panel on the floor. Uh, and there's a small crawl space that is underneath the floorboards of the carriage. But like down, like you're down in the axles and wheel wells stuff, but there's a space for people to stow away. Um, and she says, sometimes when we are making a quick retreat, this is necessary. 
you may hide here. Oh, okay. Uh, and yeah, the thing closes. And from this position, you know, you hear the play, you hear some of the lines you've written uh, resounding out across the, uh, uh, the, the, the whole audience. You hear the reactions. And then you hear a sound of shouting coming from down the road. Like the play's over though, right? At least give her that. Like the play ends, people bow, and then the guards come crashing in. It's right after the second act. It's getting like real dramatic. Oh, like no. things are, are building to a crescendo and in come the guards. Uh, and ah! they, uh, you know, you really try to like like hear what's happening to the best of your ability as the guards come pounding in um, and you can hear them uh, they report to the dowager uh, as the audience is all screaming everyone's like things are getting broken up uh, being pushed away people are moving around and the, you can hear them saying like oh, yes the, the person we caught uh, ransacking your office uh, they were they've escaped we don't know where they are, uh, but we know they were they were supposed to be here. And the uh, the dowager says, "Thank you. Lead these people out safely." Uh, and you hear silence for a little while, as or you hear the sounds of people leaving, and then there is silence. Uh, and then a voice calls out in the night, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh no. Saving throw, uh, 17. The voice that calls out is a song. It is uh, a woman's voice singing a haunting melody that you are not familiar with, but you feel drawn to. Uh, your fear of the situation is enough to keep you rooted in uh, underneath this little place, but there's something supernatural surreal about this music uh that is calling out to you uh and you can't quite put your finger on it and i i can't like place it to anything that happened in the quote-unquote dream no okay mm, there's something okay. else happening there okay ellery's the gonna wait it out yeah. yeah, the music, the, the sound, you know, it, she sings for a couple of moments and then she says, wherever you are, little undead, I will not hurt you. I simply wish to speak. And then now, I mean, go ahead. No, no, no. You, you. Nope. Nope. Go ahead. I was going to say, have the other noises all subsided. Like everything yes, else. Everything like, else if is I can... silent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't sound like you're not even hearing like the mendicants moving around anymore. Right. Like, okay. Everyone has been herded away. Okay. Um, what did you need a check for? Another wisdom saving throw. Okay. So that's a 17. Okay. There's another pressure pushed upon you. This one is a little bit different. It is similar to what you felt before, but it seems to have um, a different source then it's not the music, but there is like a like a pointed pinprick 
that is where everything is emanating from and you can feel a draw to that place to that thing in in this area but you haven't uh, but you resisted again okay Ellery's not gonna resist it okay like she's gonna at this point there is a difference here I want to be, be clear you can resist it and still get out and go and look and see what's happening or you cannot resist it. You don't I, really know what will happen oh, yeah, if you yeah, don't okay, resist it. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, yeah, she is going to get out of the cart and see what it is. She will, yes, she will resist whatever magic this is, but she yeah. is curious enough. So you open the little hatch, you push out, and you, try, I think maybe you can even just find like a little crack in the canvas to like look out of this carriage without exposing yourself per se. Uh-huh. Um, and you can see the dowager. She is holding in her hand a small box. The box is an intricate metal box. Uh, tons of small, like, uh, runes of, of layers and layers of these little intricate metal bars. And it is opened up. And it is from that opening where a sort of purpley miasma has been pouring out that you can, you're feeling drawn to. And it almost looks like a small glowing figure uh, is hovering over the box. And she says, she's talking to the box. She says, your power is not working. And the box in a raspy voice whispers back. It says, this creature is not as dead as I would expect and so she puts her hand on the box again and once more a wave of that power comes out again so i need another uh wisdom saving throw mm -hmm. 19 um and it says there are too many of their kind those who have been touched by death but are not dead I can control the dead. I cannot control them. She takes the box. She just like shuts the top of it angrily and starts to like looks around this uh, empty area looking for you. And she calls out again. I will not hurt you, child. You know things I must know. Ellery is going to. Is there something around that she can like scribble on? Yeah, I mean, there's canvas in front of you, right? The canvas on the edges of this carriage. There's costuming. Uh, yeah. There's the floor. Uh, there's. Okay. But there's all like kinds paint of stuff. or or a, like a pen that's just something that like easily yeah. within. Okay, so she's yeah. gonna grab a little like tiny little paintbrush. I think that's what it, that's a good one, like a little paintbrush with a yeah. pot of paint. And um, on the cart itself, she's gonna just scribble, um, "Scary Grandma." In case I disappear, Ellery. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> um, like in a, like as an as inconspicuous a space on the on the you know. Okay, and then she is going to step out and she's going to be like, okay, Viscount Grandma, here I am. 
her attention snaps to you directly and you can see in her eyes a hardness uh, that there is this uh, uh, darkness behind her. Okay, the first thing I want to say is that I didn't steal any of your papers. It was someone named Elton or the King of Thieves. And he made me go there because he was saying we were trying to get flowers, your favorite flowers for the performance tonight. And then I got put into your jail and nobody would listen to me, which is the only reason I escaped. And I wouldn't want to. I would never be a criminal. You can just, you can ask my grandma if you want to. She would, she would vouch that I would never be a criminal. And I, so I just wanted to say that, first of all, I didn't steal anything from you. How would you like an opportunity to right your wrongs? Oh, I, if you could, if you could make it so I'm not a criminal anymore, and I, and and I can go home proud to my grandma, I would do I would do anything that's not illegal. Because if I did something illegal to clear my name of being a criminal, I would just be a criminal at heart instead of a criminal on paper. When it comes to what is legal and what is illegal, I ask you to hunt someone who is, at their core, treasonous. Okay, hunting makes it sound like it's not super great. You have knowledge that I need you to exploit. You I want, want you to, to work fuck. on your word choice. Like exploit <laughs> is also bad. Uh, maybe we can say, I'm going to go find someone with the special knowledge I have that we can encourage use of. I don't have time okay. to give you flowery words. Okay. I need you to find this king of thieves and I need you to make sure that he does not do anything with the knowledge he has gained. And the only way I can be sure you can do that is if you return his head to me. Mm, okay, so first of all, I've been consuming a lot of media lately uh, <laughs> that really dives into the area of vigilante justice. Um, you know, one of the famous characters just kills everyone, just blows their heads off and comes right, you know, he would bring you their head. The other one is a little different. He, you know, he's a he's a religious man and he talks to his priest about it, but doesn't kill anyone yet, at least. So um, I think I would like to be that one. And, and if I may, if this is something that I do, I can bring you his head while it's still on his body for you to then deal with in the way that you prefer if you do not have the stomach for it then that is fine i will wield the blade i simply need him here and i need that information and anyone he has shared that information with so you need me to find the king of thieves and bring him to you sounds easy enough <laughs> In order to do that, I think you will need more than you have. And I can offer that to you. Can you, can you give me like a little insight of what that means? Like, I, like money or friends? There are two parts of you. There is a part of you that has been with you since you were born. And there is a part of you that became part of you. Looking oh. at you. Yeah, you're talking about these, aren't you? And she points at her fangs. Yes. Mm. If you are willing to embrace those more fully than they are, 
I can grant that power to you. You will be stronger, faster, probably no less naive, but we can only do so much. Um, you're talking about, you're talking about being a, like, a real vampire, aren't you? Uh, she, uh, smiles a bit and she says, yes, I am. Um, ma'am, no disrespect, but no thank you. Do you think you can do this without this? Yes. Listen, I had a dream last night, and then I tried to do something from that dream, and I did it. So I think maybe I can do a lot more than, you know, it's like my grandma always says, if you believe that you can do something, you're halfway there to doing it. If you fail me, and you cannot achieve this by dawn, I will not give you the choice in this matter. Well, then I guess I better get hustling, huh? Indeed. Um, can I bring a friend with me? Do whatever you must. Okay. That information cannot get out. That I have a friend or just the, the stuff that he stole? The information he stole. Okay. Okay. No, she's good at keeping secrets. If she knows the information on that, uh, in those documents, then she will share the fate of the, of the King of Thieves. Okay, I'm going to leave her at home because she's very nosy, so she would definitely <laughs> read what's in there. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> God, I'm so stressed. Um, and Ellery is going to like, do one of those things like where you know you have to like you know you should like run away from someone to get going on something but like she's gonna like half curtsy and like, like <laughs> walk backwards as she's like curtsying and like looking like away a little bit kind of like can I leave and also like I want to leave now she says nothing to you but she does tuck away the box um, and just Looks, uh, I would say, maybe incredulous as you yeah. leave. Okay. Uh, once Ellery gets a safe distance, like backing up and curtsying, she's just going to like bolt off back in the direction of Verena. Okay. Um, give me a perception check. At advantage? No. Perception. Uh, that's not bad. Eight, 18. Okay, still, uh, as you run back, uh, suddenly, uh, from out of the bushes, you are grabbed. Uh, and, like, it's Adra, and she's like, How'd it go? How did it go? Are you okay? Okay, I'm okay. But listen, I've got to go do something. Um, can you just can you just tell me it's okay if I have to do things that are maybe objectively bad tonight? Of course it is. Okay. <laughs> Did that make you Ellery feel better? Gives her a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ellery gives her a hug. All right, what do we have to do? Oh, I can't bring you with me. What? what do you mean you can't bring me with you? Because Grandma's going to kill you. I can't let you go alone. No, I have to, though. 
Well, what if you get hurt? I imagine I'm gonna. I... I can't just sit here and wait for you. Well... I think we've lost our ride. <laughs> Look, you take yes. me with... You're gonna have to take me with you. It's the only way. Okay, but you have to do something for me. What? If we find... The guy named Elton... You have to promise me with all your heart... That... You don't... Read anything he's got. Well, okay. That's a weird promise, if, but okay. If you know, if you know anything that he knows, you, if he says anything, you got to shut. You got to shut your ears and then run away. If I say go, you got you got to run, because that lady is gonna kill you. If anyone knows anything that he's got, she's gonna she's just gonna kill you, and I believe she will. Okay, but she leans in. How would she know I knew? No, because she knows she's gonna know. She's got a magic box that tells her everything. The magic box told her that I was a vampire and not a full vampire. Well, uh, okay. But maybe it just knows that, you know? No, I think this box knows everything. <laughs> if it already knows everything, then why are we looking for this guy? That's a great question, Adra. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Um, but honestly, I could use you because you're so much better at talking to, you know, people that are not <laughs> as nice, maybe. Unsavory types. I didn't want to say that because I thought it might come across as mean. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Uh... All right. So... Oh boy. Okay. Um. So we've got to find the king of thieves. Why don't we go ask around at some taverns? Like, can you teach me? Maybe here's the thing. Could you give me like a a a two minute lesson in how to get information from people, and then you can feel confident that you've sent me on my way, and I don't have to worry that that lady's gonna kill you. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, sure. You just, um, uh, well, Ellery, the first thing you gotta do is stop telling him so much about yourself. It's more about <laughs> listening than it is talking. Okay. Okay, don't talk about myself. Right. Uh, you wanna, I mean, people generally like to talk about themselves, so you really gotta open the door for them to say the words, uh, and then just do your best to listen. Okay. Okay. Like, uh, and then, okay, so here's another thing. Um, you gotta be real circumspect about things you have to say. Uh, like, uh, don't, uh, you know, don't, don't be so direct in the questions you're asking. Oh, so if I, I shouldn't go up to someone and say, hey, do you know where the King of Thieves hangs out? Yeah, that's probably, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if it's the best idea for me to no, just let you loose like this. It's that's a good that's good advice. What should I ask? What would you ask? Um, you know, I maybe I would find someone I thought maybe looked like they might know a little something and say, you know, that you're uh you're looking for an acquaintance. And when they ask you for more information, uh, you know, you say this this King of Thieves, what do you know about him? I know what he looks like, what he talks like. 
Great. So you could say uh, that you were looking for an acquaintance that could uh, help you acquire, because if he's a king of thieves, probably he's good at stealing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he could let you acquire some of your belongings that are no longer in your hands, uh, but that you need to be getting back, right? Like, if, like you're feeling like you're you're gonna hire him for a job. Oh, I got it! I got it! No, I got it! I got it! Thanks, Adra. If I'm not back by dawn, it's because I'm dead. Okay, well, grandma. you're really making it very hard for me to let you just go on this without me. I feel like you really can't do that. Like, I, I, I gotta help you. Adra, I can do anything. And she gives her another hug and she runs away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, she's gonna go to a tavern. Okay. Uh, yeah, you wander into a tavern. Um... She is going to do like uh, an investigation check for like the loneliest, shiftiest person. Someone who looks like they want to (laughs) chat. Okay. Okay. Uh, you go up to the bar to someone who's clearly had a few drinks. Uh, he's, you can tell he's got a a dark cloak, um, what maybe looks like a dagger, uh, strapped to his thigh. Um, and he looks real rough. He's got a big scar over his eye. Uh, and he turns to you and he says, Oh, hey there, little lady. What can I help you with? Hey there, stranger. My name's Bartholomew. (laughs) (laughs) That is my real name. Can I sit down? (laughs) I like that uh, Ellery's accent sounds like the aliens from from, uh, Galaxy Quest. Uh, okay. He's, he's like, sure, you can sit. What, what can I get you to drink? A drink for the lady. Oh, I love drinking. <laughs> I get me one of one of the house ones. The bartender looks at you uh, and then just walks off to get you uh, something. He comes back with something that looks like uh, if someone told you it was dirty water, you wouldn't be surprised. Oh, God. Okay. Um, all right. She's going to take a big old swig and she's just going to hold it in. <laughs> oh, well, look at you, lass. Well- Look at me, indeed. (laughs) Hey, I, you know, speaking of looking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking for a friend of mine. He goes, he has my stuff. We were in love. <laughs> and he took my stuff. <laughs> I can't do this. 
says, oh, oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, that's, that's unfortunate. You never like to see your stuff taken, even by the ones you love. Maybe especially by the ones you love. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. Um, maybe you know him. <laughs> he looks like this and sounds like this. And she, like, describes all of that. uh as you when you start to do your uh king of thieves impression Mm -hmm. he goes quiet he goes uh i don't i don't think i can help you even though it was love uh, well, I wouldn't, I don't know anything about that, uh, but uh, maybe probably just for the best if I don't get involved. That's what he said when he left with my stuff. <laughs> that it was best if he didn't get involved? <laughs> yeah, you know, like romantically. <laughs> More than we already were. <laughs> so, wait, I... I I shouldn't ask you this, but I'm just real curious. So uh, what you're saying is that he uh, showed up and you had a romantic tryst of some degree that you were clearly more involved in than he was. He stole all yeah, your stuff. Degree. Okay, so you fell in love with the King of Thieves is what you're trying to tell me. The what? He told me his name was Ronaldo. <laughs> Oh, lass. Uh, yeah, you, I gotta, I don't want to be the one to tell you this, but, uh, that, well, I, I guess you already know that he's a thief. Yeah, because he took half my stuff. <laughs> just half? He just took half your stuff? Yeah, the good half, though. It's probably just better to cut your losses. It's, uh, uh, he's a dangerous fellow. You maybe got off lucky. No, one of the things he took was from my grandpa. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you, bless you. I don't, it sounded like maybe you met, you <laughs> sneezed a little in there. No, grandpa, definitely not my grandma. It's not my grandma that's important to me. That would be... <laughs> Crazy. Oh boy, she really doesn't like her grandma. I don't know. Feels like there's some buried drama there. I don't want to dredge up. Yeah, it's my grandpa. He's important to me. He says a lot of smart things, and he, one of the things he gave me, Ronaldo took. Okay, well, um, I still think uh, your grandpa would rather have you arrive He's at home. Dead. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, lass, I'm sorry to hear that. It's fine. I have no fa- no family. Just that one thing from my grandpa that Ronaldo took, and that's why I want it back. I don't even care if he's a king of thieves. I just want the one thing he thieved from me. Uh, well, <clears throat> how much money you got? Oh, enough. Well, maybe you can hire some people to go and and deal with. No, I need Ronaldo. it back by dawn for very specific reasons. <laughs> Look, lass, I can't let you go and get yourself killed because I gave you the whereabouts of the King of Thieves who will kill you, and then probably me. Hey, I am willing to die for Ronaldo. <laughs> All right, well, I'm not willing to die for Ronaldo. I won't tell him you sent me. I'll tell him I went to the Spell Slingers. There are like a thousand of those. He'll never know. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. Okay, yeah, good. Oh, boy. Oh, God, okay. Um, 14 plus 9. Yeah, that's a 23. <laughs> he rolled a 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he did, because she's so persuasive. And he's very hammered. Uh, he's like, okay, all right, lass, here you go. I'll tell you what I know. Okay, the King of Thieves has a bunch of safe houses around the city. Bunch of little hideouts. But they're all connected, you see. They're all connected. Underground. By tunnels through the sewers. So if you go into the sewer... Now, I know you're not the... You don't look like the kind of lass who hangs out in the sewers. I'll do it for Ronaldo. Well, if you go in the sewers, you're bound to find a path uh, that'll lead you where you need to go. You just gotta look for... the bodies. Oh. Oh, has he... you know, a lot of people? I don't know which you know you're talking about, but probably, yeah. Okay, okay, um, and so I just want to, at the time that he said, like, they're all connected, it's all connected, Ellery had, like, a very visceral flash to, like, dream, quote-unquote, dream Deeran, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that gave her, like, a little bit of renewed vigor for this. Okay, all right. Okay, so go to the sewers and find the bodies, and then they'll find Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, that's where you'll find him. Okay, I won't tell him you sent me. Please, please don't. No, I won't. I said I won't. You can count on me. I'm honest. <laughs> I f- okay, I feel like I can trust <laughs> you less now, but... <laughs> oh, boy, what have I done? I'm going to need another housewife. She leaves. (laughs) (laughs) She is so chuffed with herself. Like, (laughs) she walks out of the bar and she does like a little like, yes, I'm so good at this. Kind of like internal celebration. Because that could not have gone better. (laughs) Um, And I guess she's going to find the sewers. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, you, you find a sewer pretty easy. They're all over the place. Um, <clears throat> and before long, you find yourself down in the sewers of, uh, of Verena. She's going to walk along them. I mean, I imagine, like, yes, they're connected, but, like, offshoots are going to be pretty short. Yeah, like I mean, there's like, pretty much a big... The way that it works is that it's sort of like a central artery and then, okay, like, veins yeah. that shoot out, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, you know, it's not long before you find what is this central artery that he has built his little, like, safe houses off of. Okay. Um, and so you you get down into that central artery and you can definitely see that there is... This is a path that has been uh, tread more commonly and you do find as well corpses uh sort of laid out along this path uh clearly these are not well maintained uh or if they are they're ignored uh as they as you make your way down deeper into this um and all the traffic seems to like all the pathways seem to sort of all go converge to the same place which uh as you reach toward the end of this long uh sewer way uh, leads to a large cistern that you can tell uh, seems to be have been modified into a space where people have taken residence. Uh, and there are a couple of uh, thuggish looking guards outside this space. Um, and you can tell that it's like a, a bit of like a hiding hole. Okay. Um, thuggish looking guards. But other than that, it's open. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, she is going to whisper, like, inside her head. Take a look for the invisible girl. Made of flesh but quiet as air. If you're trying to catch her coming, she's not there. And I'm going to tell you it does not work. Because she does not have enough spell slots for it to work. Okay, perfect. But she wouldn't really have that capacity, like, of knowledge. Yeah, perfect. That's that's perfect. I love that. Okay. So she tries it, and she does not go invisible. Uh, and then she starts to panic a little bit. Because she was, like, she, like, she was just banging, oh, I did that in my dream? Yeah, let's just do that one again over and over. <laughs> and, like, she knows how her magic works, but, like, no sense of like accruing those powers as she grows. So right, right, right. Well, I love that. Um. Well, I hate it. Um. So she is going to just. Oh. Give me a perception check. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> She's not gonna do shit. I bet. Oof. Um. Eight. I don't know. Twelve. Thirteen. <laughs> uh, you hear from behind you someone slip on uh, some squidgy mess on the ground and let out like, oh, and then they slam onto the, the stones behind you. Um, they were clearly trying to tail you uh, and they failed <clears throat> in there. You're now aware of them. Oh, Ellery turns around. Yeah, it's Ada uh, as she scrambles back up and she like tucks herself behind the little wall, uh, hoping you didn't see her. Adra, what are you doing here? I'm, I'm not. 
<laughs> okay. You, listen, you got to stay here. And if I scream, give me a give me a give me a word and and if I scream at you go get help, okay? She comes you need my help. Look at I got you, here. I got all the way here without your help. Did you hear how good I did in there? Were you following yeah. me into the bar? Yes. I, I did, did hear. so good. I got all the information I needed and I played such a good character. <laughs> I am such I should be in the next play I write, I'm writing for me. I'm gonna be the star of it because I'm so good at acting. Look, do you see those two guys over there? Yeah. You think you're gonna be able to walk past them with the same bit? No, I was planning on changing it up a little bit. I don't think we're gonna get past them unless you're willing to you know you know. And she pulls out she pulls out a club. And she like waves it around. No. Listen, I've got an idea. Do you trust me? Um yeah. She pulls out a little bit of like rope from her pack. Okay, yeah, tie him up. That's fine, but you should no. probably club him first. She grabs Adra's hands and wraps the rope around him, like loosely. So she would be able to wiggle out of them pretty easy. Ah, the old bugbear prisoner gag. Yup. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> uh, she lets you tie her hands up loosely. Okay. Um,. And then she's going to give her like a thumbs up. We got this. <laughs> okay. Nellery is going to stride right up to the guards and say, I caught this one snooping around. <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, the guards. <laughs> so uh, roll a persuasion check. Uh, it's 16. Plus nine. uh okay uh you walk up and one of the guards looks at her and says what was she doing snooping around the other guard says who are you i'm madison i've never seen you around here before Oh, yeah, well, the King of Thieves is my personal friend and boss. (laughs) You're allowed to be friends with your boss. (laughs) They look at each other. They look pretty incredulous. Oh, just because you're not friends with the King of Thieves also? And and he's your boss? That must be sad for you. (laughs) Roll another persuasion check. (laughs) Nat 20! 29! The the less incredulous guard uh, is like, I'm friends with my boss. It's it's fine. That's what I I said. uh, And the other one says... If you were friends with the King of Thieves, we'd have seen you here before, wouldn't we? Wouldn't you? Yeah, we would have. That's what I'm would saying. Would you have? What? <laughs> well, how would we not have? How would you not have? Maybe you didn't open your eyes. I mean, we're, we guard. That's what we do. We, we guard. Oh, is this the only way into the King of Thieves' lair, is it? 
they look at each other. Well. Oh, yeah, there's more than one entrance. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, Danny and Emilio at the other entrance. I see them all the time. I've never seen you. So how do I know you work for the King of Thieves? Danny and Emilio. Yeah. They're the guards at the special entrance that the King of Thieves friends go into. <laughs> if we weren't working for the King of Thieves, why would we be guarding the place? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, but by you... your logic, since I've never seen you and you've never <laughs> seen me, clearly we just haven't crossed paths. How many people do you think work for the King of Thieves? Well, I mean, I, I guess Do you know every single one? Well, no, no, of course but not. that's what I, I'm saying. Now let me through. They look at each other again, and then they move aside and let you walk through. <laughs> uh, the look on Adra's face, she's just like horrified and uh, <laughs> like looks really impressed. nervous. She's impressed. You can say it. <laughs> uh, and you walk into this, uh, what looks like, honestly, it looks um, a lot like a tavern as you walk into here. Um, the way that it's set up, there are uh, some places over to the side with some beds, uh, like bunks set up for people to rest. And there are some people resting. And then there are some tables. People are like chatting, like playing games. Uh, there's a place to for drinks. Uh, and there is a door into the back that seems to lead to uh, a little staircase. Um, and it... Um, that seems to like like it's marked with signage that like makes sense. It's definitely where the King of Thieves is. Okay, um, she's gonna go there. Okay, uh, you just like march <laughs> across this place with uh, yep, with Adrian Toe. With Adrian Toe, uh, you start to head up the stairs, and someone's like, "Hey, what what are you doing?" Hey, I want you to go in there, and I want you to tell the King of Thieves. To take a look out and see who's standing at the bottom of the stairs. Okay. It's me, not this, not this girl. Not, it's me. Like, pointing <laughs> to me. Don't, you don't point. She, you know, just, I, I, trust me, it'll mean more if, it, if it's me. <laughs> uh, he steps into the office. And the door swings open and the King of Thieves looks down and he lets out a laugh. <laughs> so you survived after all, Lathia. Come on up. She uh, nods and, and walks right up the stairs and she like gives Adra like a real like thumbs up as, as they go. Adra, hands still bound, like <laughs> her eyes are wide and she's just like stunned as she looks around. Uh, and she follows you up. Because, like, I feel like Adra's, like, a petty criminal, right? Like, she's a pain in the butt, but yeah. she's not a bad person. Yeah. And so, like, and this level of... <laughs> I think the normal dynamic between Adra mm -hmm. and you is that Adra gets into scrapes like this and gets out of scrapes like this. And that you... She really just kind of drags you around, right? Yeah. Uh, and now it's the uh, the other way around. And, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's a little much for her. As yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, Ellery goes up into the King of Thieves' office. 
And it leads up into, uh, the stairs go up quite a ways and it leads you right up into a mansion. Uh, it, like you're now in a very nice looking home, uh, with a stairway oh. that was cut down into a side passage, like just like right up into this nice home. Like uh, this is like above the ground in Verena? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's wild. Uh, and it, he leads you down a pass pathway into, um, a long, uh, like basically meeting room with a beautiful like wooden table, uh, like bright red hangings on the walls, uh, or like a dark red, like a deep red hangings mm-hmm. on the walls. It's very luxurious uh, in this place. Like it looks beautiful. No, we've seen this before. You right? see it from your dream. Yes. yes. It, okay. is, it so resonates in your mind from the dream that you had. Ellery is going to be like really like thrown off in this. Like, Cause she like even like downtown Verena, if she had seen it before, it's kind of it's a city she had seen city, so she could pass that off as like she just imagined it really well. But this is like too specific. Uh, and he sits down and he says, "Please take a seat. I'd be happy to have a conversation with you uh, now that I see you are uh, free from your bonds." I have um, to say, I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank you. And I think with this house, all of the memories of the actual King of Thieves start coming back as well. Um, Mm -hmm. In the same way that you really remember, like, the feeling, the vibe of a dream um, when you wake up, but not all the specifics. And then she starts kicking herself that she really should have recognized this man earlier (laughs) um if she had been more in tune with like that that was a realistic possibility uh (laughs) and so all of those things are starting to kind of so she's very overwhelmed so she's gonna sit in like contemplation for a second while he's while he's talking she's she's working on some things in her brain right now uh, obviously you were probably a bit sour about how our last interaction ended. And I don't love to leave interactions that way, especially when, uh, when the person I'm dealing with is someone I can, you know, potentially make a deal with again. You know, you are, have proven yourself to be more competent than I would have, uh, surmised, uh, maybe than I expected after our brief interaction. So, uh, let's let's talk a little bit. Maybe there's uh, something we can do here. I delivered um, the message you asked, as you can, as, uh, undoubtedly you could tell. No, I I do appreciate that. Um, even though you are a a criminal, you did follow through on your word. So I, I thank you for that. Um, I just have have we met before? Like before this afternoon? Well, I. I very rarely forget a faith, and I do not believe so. Okay, um, I just, I, I've been having a day, as you can imagine. <laughs> I'm really tired. Um, and I would like to just, I just want to know why. What was so important in those documents that you had to bring me into it? And why me? It wasn't personal. Uh, I needed access, and I needed a pathy, and you were both. Uh, I needed a reason for us to uh, to bring some people up in there, and I needed someone I could pin it on. And unfortunately, you were just the easiest target to pin it on. 
Okay, that doesn't make me feel great about myself. So when you say it's not personal and then you say all these things <laughs> that are kind of mean about me, um, it's hard not to take that personal. But ignore well, me, that let for me a moment. It. It's personal to you because I don't think I could have gotten anybody else to do what I got you to do. <laughs> but it's not personal in a way that I hold it against you. Uh, honestly, it was uh, very helpful. And I'm grateful for your uh, assistance. Did you get what you wanted? Oh, I most certainly did. Yeah. What was it? How much do you know about this? Clearly, literally nothing. Well, let me tell you. There is a a darkness in Verena. One that has been holding on to this place and really knew Merida as a a whole for a long, long, long time. Demons? Demons? Well, Demons. I, I, look, I've I've got no love for the people from the Isles either, but I'm not going that far. Uh, I, no, that is not what I'm talking about. Hmm. I there are uh, the Dowager Thoralea Horton. Um, and Ellery looks at Adra, and she's like mouthing, "Close your ears." Uh, Adra is entranced. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Dowager claims to be the, uh, the grandmother of our current youthless Viscount. Everyone knows that there is no power on this throne without Thoralea. And these documents prove a suspicion we've had for quite some time. You see, Thoralea is not who she says she is. Thoralea is much, much, much older and has had herself in power in other places many times before. Does it say anything in there about a magic box? A magic box? A magic box. A box that knows everything. It doesn't say anything about the magic box, but it does talk about uh, her time as the Queen of the Vale. The Queen of the Vale is some 150 years ago our emperor for all of New Merida. This woman should not be alive today. There is a darkness that has infected her. And that darkness now holds power over our biggest city. Um, is your name actually Elton? <laughs> no, my name is not Elton. I have had many, many, many names. Elton is one of them, but it is not a name that, uh, that matters. Is there a name I can use that's not the King of Thieves? Because honestly, that just sounds like a mouthful. Truly, there are no other names that matter than that one. But if you wish oh. to continue to call me Elton, you can, okay. and I will answer to it. Okay, Elton, I feel like, in my guts... That you're telling me the truth and that you actually care about Verena and Numerita. He nods. So I'm going to tell you something. Um, the reason that I'm here is because the Dowager Viscountess told me to come cut your head off and I said I wouldn't do that. I did say that I would bring you to her though and I'm pretty sure she's going to kill us. 
If you bring me to her, she will most definitely kill us. No, yes, she said that. Yeah, 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 she said that. No, no, all of us. She will not spare you in that, I have no doubt. Is it, it's because I, now it's because I know the things in your documents. And even and if you did not, you would be a loose end. I know she would kill you because I would do the same thing. Okay, oh, can we, can, just, can, we, can we just stop talking about me dying for maybe a second? Which <laughs> <laughs> is hypothetically, I'm just trying to be honest with you that death is on the line here for you and probably only you, but definitely you. And I thought that I was coming here to do a good thing, that you were a thief and a criminal and you stole some papers and you dragged me into it and I had a bad day and that was your fault. And I, even though, even though the scary grandma had a magic box that seemed pretty evil and even though she told me that she was going to turn me into a vampire more than I already am, I, I, I thought that I was doing the right thing by coming to find you. I didn't really have any choice but I also thought I was doing the right thing to clear my name as a criminal. <laughs> but now... Now I'm thinking that there's maybe nuance to crime. And this is something that it's always been... Elton, let me tell you, it's always been good or bad. You either eat the cookie before your parents get home like your grandma told you not to, or you don't. Now there might be like... Now there might be like a good reason to eat the cookie. And that's what you are. You're the good reason to eat the cookie, I think. I don't... Uh, want to further complicate things too much for you, my dear, but I do think it's important for me to tell you that I am not doing this from a purely altruistic place. I would like to supplant the black, uh, the, I, I would like to supplant the Queen of the Vale as the Viscount. Uh, that kind of power is not easily and readily available, as you might imagine. There's only so many Viscounts and only so many pathways to the Emperor. Okay, now, now that you've said that, now I know you're being honest, because if you were continuing to lie, you would say that you were doing it for only good. Um, but it seems to me you really care about Verena. Certainly more than whatever this, uh, dark witch is doing with, uh, our, our place of, of existence, yeah. Ellery's going to get up and, like, walk around the desk to be on the same side to, like, read some of these papers. Yeah. And so the documents that you can see, um, and he does, he lets you read them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of them are journal notes from uh, the Dowager uh, that are modern journal notes, but talk about things that she was doing during that time frame. And, and so one of the things that strikes you about this is that clearly she is unaffected by the fading. Because her notes reach back hundreds of years. Uh, of like current notes she's writing are about memories from hundreds of years ago. Uh, nothing about the box is mentioned, but you do see mentions of her benefactor mm-hmm. uh, and the power that he has bestowed upon her. Uh, And through sort of uh, the veneer that is present on this page, right, Uh, things that because of things you have seen, you can infer that she's talking, she sort of has a plan to bring about more undead to increase her control. 
and that the Deadlands are a resource she is looking to tap to do okay. so. Yeah, this, it's really just the confirmation of like seeing all of this um, with her own eyes. Um, hey, Elton. Can I have a second with my friend? He looks at you and he says, um, yeah, I can give you that, but I, I would really prefer if we didn't leave this place, but I can... No, I'm uh, just going to take her into it. I can whisper really quiet. Great. Um, he eyes take, you very suspiciously as you do yeah, this. Yeah, Ellery is going to take Adra into a corner. Adra. <sighs> this is... Here's the thing. This is this is wild. It's it should be wild, shouldn't it? But remember the dream I told you about and the things that I could do. Yeah. This is just like this would be normal. I'm pretty sure in my dream I met this guy. I'm pretty sure that in my dream I could do things that I could never even think of dreaming of doing. Are you saying this guy's the man of your dreams? Oh, no, Adrian, no. (laughs) Remember, I said the cute one, that wasn't this guy. Oh, okay. (laughs) But what I am saying is that the stuff in that book is pretty bad and seems pretty bad for Numerita and maybe all of Onmanath. and, And listen, we came out here to find stories, didn't we? And we've had some good ones. But I think I had a chance for real adventure before and real answers for the Faden. And I didn't take them then. If I can cure my grandma and if I can save Numerita while I'm at it, I, I've, I've got to. And Adra, the- I would love if you could come with me. But I also understand that this is very scary and I, I really ha- want to pee right now. <laughs> Before Adra can answer, the door bursts open and in lumbers in four zombies and a vampire, a full vampire, dark miasma at his feet. Uh, the King of Thieves uh, immediately scrambles up and starts to uh, open a, a back passageway uh, through the the uh, room uh, and tucks himself away. And the vampire says, I will drain all of you of your blood. You will not stand against the Queen of the Vale. And then your eyes go black. Hey everyone, DM Anthony here, just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends. Tell your family, uh, let people know, word of mouth, and you can support the show at patreon.com slash adventureinc, or you can check out the shop at adventureinkpod.com slash shop. Make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media, including our Discord, where you can come and hang out with some great people. We'll see you there. And until next week, I wish you nothing but critical success. Serious business.